0: This podcast replay is brought to you by Sports Grill. With over 35 years of making it special grilled, they're celebrating the start of football season with 15% off all bone-in wings. Visit any of their seven locations all over South Florida.
1: All right, all right. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend that is Andy Barons, and he adjusted with us because we had to do an afternoon show today here at Hialeah Park since we take off to the Combine tomorrow. How you doing, my man? You doing all right?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, um, uh, traveling over the weekend. I was in. I was in Boston. I was. that was kind of exciting. My daughter had a track meet. That was fun. So I'm. But I'm back. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm in place here. I'm good to go.
1: How'd she do? Great.
2: She did great. Um, she's a distance runner. broke okay. Broke 17 minutes in the 5K for the first time, which wow. is crazy and unrelatable to me. Um, so uh, really, really impressed with her right at this moment. Just I'm a little of, impressed with her. She's generally. just a little I'm bit really. In- imp-
1: She's just a little bit ahead of me because I can probably do 17 hours in the 5K. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a stupid thing to watch, and it's a stupid thing to contemplate, and I could never. Um, so.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, long-distance runners. you got to give them uh, major props. All right, can you help me out here? So Byron Jones, okay, so he says he can't run and jump. But then, then when they ask him, so are you retiring? Uh, no, I'm not retiring. And then he wants to warn everybody about the pills and everything else that went on in the NFL. It's 2023. Did Byron Jones not know what he was getting himself into? Like, Like, like dude, you're not enlightening anybody. We kind of know that if you play football you're not coming out of it healthy, dude. Like, what did you think was going to happen when you were taking these pills or anything? I I just love how, and I get what he's doing. He's trying to justify why he's been out all year. He waited till March to have his surgery instead of having it right after the season ended last year. So then that dragged on, and then he never got onto the field. And so now he's talking about he can't run and he can't jump, but I'm not retiring. And it's like, so wait a minute, dude. So what are you doing? And, and, and then he wants to <laughs> warn us about the dangers of football. Like, dude, what is this, like 1980? Like, we already all know the dangers of football, dude. We know they give you drugs to mask the injuries. We know that yeah. you shoot yourself up. We know that you play hurt. We know that you won't come out of the game normal. That's not breaking any news, dude. Like, a coal miner knows that his lungs aren't going to be the same when he's done doing that for decades. You know, a teacher knows she's probably not going to be very sane after teaching for 20 or 30 years and dealing with all these punks. You know what I mean? Give me a break, dude. It's just like it's almost like a PR move to get some sympathy almost from what I see more than anything else. But your thoughts. Yeah, on Yeah. It's
2: not, it's not particularly revelatory. Right. Um, I, I am, I am sympathetic to anyone who, when they were, you know, I, like I get it when all of us, no, no matter, most of us are not athletes at the level that uh, Byron Jones or, or anyone comparable, certainly. But like, like when you're 20, 21, it is super easy to say, well, that'll never be me, right? Like I'm. I'm you're
1: invincible. Uh...
2: Yeah, you're absolutely indestructible, and the NFL will obviously teach you very quickly that no, no, you're plenty destructible because um, that's because that's what we do here, right? We we slam into each other at, at
1: high speeds, and we are so you end up like large. the guy. In, you end up like the guy in Golden Eye. I am invincible, <laughs> and then the stuff it's falls also, on you, and you become stone. Yes, exactly.
2: It's also like it shouldn't at this point. Um, after you know. How have we not learned this lesson? Well, I'm sure we have. Most most people know. That, well,
1: no, like, Byron, Byron didn't know. He, didn't, he he had no doctors. Idea.
2: Yeah, doctors affiliated with teams are obviously on different timelines than than you know. It's not you're not necessarily the primary care physician for the the individual, right? And and perhaps in the in the moment, you are not at halftime of a game where you know your your employer, the Miami Dolphins or whichever NFL team, is is like, hey, we we need this guy um you know you're, you're not thinking about the long time horizon for the for the individual player it is it has always been that way um it it's getting better incrementally maybe but um teams are certainly going to resist it coaches are certainly going to resist it because they weren't brought up in it um you know obviously painkillers like talk to anybody who's ever played in the nfl painkillers are simply a fact of life it's the same and you know it's the same at, at, at every other like money-making level of the sport. Um, it's not new. It's not, just it's not just like alcohol,
1: alcohol is nothing new to teachers all over the world.
2: Right. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, yeah, it's uh, – man. But I, I was actually uh, – I was just reading uh, a, an article on Byron Jones, by the way, that called him the world long jump record holder, which – Like I I hate reading as as a fan of track and field. Let me just tell you, I hate reading stuff like that because Byron Jones is not the world record holder in the long jump. He like he has like an unofficial record in the combine broad jump, which has not been a track event in like 100 years. Anyway, he was tremendously athletic, but it should not be a big revelation to anybody that uh, uh, if there's one thing that will wreck your athleticism in a hurry, it is NFL football. Of course, it is.
1: Yeah. I just, I just find it funny that, you know, the way he's phrasing all of this, trying to break news to us, like, yeah, dude, we we know all football players are screwed up when they're done playing. Yeah. That's kind, that's part of the game. And if you didn't know that you were going to be all screwed up, then, uh, you know, I got some issues with you. Uh, by the way, I, I want to congratulate your Bears. So they've now decided not to trade Justin Fields. Oh, okay, great. Yes, that's fantastic. I mean, Where was that even a thought? Like, how would you give up? Look, if you want to give up on Zach Milf Wilson, I got no problem (laughs) with that. I understand the kid's been immature. He hasn't handled anything the right way for two years, and he can't even play. Okay, so you want to give up on him? You know, still kind of early, yeah. but I get that one. I understand. Justin Fields has been a rock for you, bro. He's a yeah. young oh, man. I, I don't
2: think the Bears just came to this decision, by the way. Like, I think we're, but, but we're seeing some reporting well, Why, on why it would it right even
1: now. be brought up? Why would it even be thought of at this point? You've you got to give this kid a chance to grow. He's got all the ability in the world, and he's really a good kid. So he's not like Kyler Murray that he's not going to study and not going to work hard. He's actually the polar opposite of that. So he has the work ethic. He has the incredible talent. Okay, you and I, we've talked about this. Do I worry about his accuracy? Of course I do. But look at Jalen Hurts. It can be worked on. It can be perfected a little bit more. And so you got to give him time. The fact that this was even a conversation – in fact, I got to tell you something, if I own the Bears and I was in the front office and somebody said, hey, well, maybe we should think about, tra- you know, trading Justin Fields, I would have punched the guy out right there and then, just right there, <laughs> and then tell him you're fired, get the hell out of this building right now. I mean, seriously, how could that even be a discussion?
2: Yeah, number number one, he has athletic traits that can't be taught, right, and, and probably can't be found in this particular draft, maybe the Florida kid, right, but... Um, but th- but there's just not a lot of places where you can find the level of athleticism that that Justin Fields has. He, uh, you've also invested multiple years in him now, um, so you can't just like shake the sketch every two years and say nope, starting over because we found another like shiny toy, right? You can't do that for um, a t- for that- a team that,
1: that can't find quarterbacks for decades. Yeah.
2: And you can you can also easily imagine um, you know I don't know that premier receivers right now are going to be lining up to play with Justin Fields but you can certainly imagine Justin Fields as the centerpiece of the team that that dudes want to play for too right um, sure. that that is that is pretty easy to see he's um by absolutely all accounts um incredibly hard worker uh you know like say whatever you like about it. the sack rate was terrible um but well, that's, well, that's you know. part of
1: young and running quarterbacks they got right, to know right. they got to know as kenny rogers would say you got to know when to hold them you got to know when to fold yeah. them and running quarterbacks that is a trick with them because they're so athletic they always think they can make something happen and a lot of times they end up running into sacks that happens all the time, time with these he guys. He does make,
2: the, you know, the the flip side of it is occasionally he'll rush for a sixty-yard touchdown, right? Because he's the most athletic guy on the field at any given time. You're right. So, and that that won't last forever. And he's, you know, he's put himself at risk. And we can have a discussion about running quarterbacks versus pure pocket passers and all of that. But he's he's a huge talent um, who has. Every bit the right attitude. Um, He has been, he's been a great citizen, right? Like, I I don't know. Everything about him has been, he's super easy to root for. As Bears fan, I'm still really excited about him. I don't think it was much of a topic of discussion. I mean, if you have a scout who's just banging the table for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, I would get that too. They're good but I can't imagine just walking back the the years that you've now spent with Justin Fields.
1: The, prog- the, the, the progressive station. years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember, that's why I brought up Zach Wilson. There's been no progression there. there this has right. been progressive. You are getting better and better. So like, what do you want? Get- <laughs> I expect him to become better next year. Now, if we get to the point that he can't fix his accuracy, then fine. But, giving up on that kid now now i will say this this is one thing that you chicagoans need to straighten that young man out okay all right this dome shit has got to end all right (laughs) like like yo dude this is why when you're in Buffalo, you want to play in the Elements. This is why when you're in Miami, we want the heat and humidity in September and October. We want to see those guys sucking wind going, oh, my God, this humidity is going and sucking the life out of me. That's what you want, dude. I mean, it's like the dumbest thing the Vikings ever did was go to a dome. Right, That's stupid. What? Right. Why is it called the Frozen Tundra? Because you don't want to go to Green Bay and november and december and january because it's gonna be cold as hell there like that's the one thing that i would tell justin feels like i pull him aside yo kid this is to our advantage wear something warmer let's go suck it up <laughs>
2: It's, yeah, this is one of those things that becomes like a, a, a local government discussion too, right? Because there's a there's a non-trivial number of people that want you to have, you know, the type of facility where we can have a Super Bowl and we can have a Final Four and we can have all the stuff. But there is just something wonderful about having an outdoor stadium in the Midwest, and you get occasionally terrible conditions. But like, you live in it, and they don't. And uh, it, right. it should be an advantage. You, in fact, it should like just somebody who's as, as gifted athletically and as fast and as quick cutting as Justin Fields is, um, it should be a huge advantage like once or twice a year when you get in a snow game or you' get in one of those monsoons that we will occasionally have by the great, great Lakes, point. Right? Um, great point. By the, by the way advantage.
1: By the way, Chicago and Buffalo should build the dome. They should, but a retractable one. Because what yeah. you do it because the stupidity of this is you do have to build the dome if you're in those places because this is what I'm going to tell you. So you have a snowstorm going on, right? But you're still going to play the game, okay? So you have it closed until like 15, 20 minutes, half hour before the game. You open it up, let the elements in. That way your stadium is not snowed in by 15 feet of snow, and you've got to shovel right. it all out. This way you protect it, and this way you can have other events you can do other things and hold other events because you do have the roof but if you're buffalo or you're chicago you unveil the roof you know you take that thing out you open it up half hour prior to games no matter what the elements are and that's it. What a
2: what a moment for fans in the stadium too, right? And we never we've never seen anything like that, really. right? Like imagine it's it's five minutes before kickoff and you're comfortable in the dome and the opposing team is comfortable in the dome and then all of a sudden that roof starts to come back. Oh my God, that would be so exciting.
1: Exactly, and then the elements come in and then then and then the the Bears and the and the Bills are like, okay, this is what we practice in. And, all right, we're good. Yeah. And then the Dolphins and you know the falcons and the texans and you know the 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 cardinals and we're all freezing our asses off going god damn this place sucks you know because that's kind of the way it's supposed to be (laughs) you know it's just just you know come on kid play to your elements man all right let's uh let's get to the lamar jackson talk would you give him a fully guaranteed deal
2: Um, along a different timeline than the one that he's looking at, I I think I might, but I, you know, I, I don't think it's reasonable for any team to give him everything he's asking for. This is one of those tricky conversations because like I, the reported offers that Baltimore has made, I don't, I don't find them shocking. I find them really reasonable and and fairly generous. Yeah, but he, he Um, wants
1: fully guaranteed and more money than Watson. Which,
2: which I also like.
1: I, I understand Again, I the generality. What he's doing of it. And
2: I, yes. and I, we, we talked about this before. Like I, I get that somebody along the way is going to have to sort of, sort of lead the charge for NFL players to get more guaranteed money. It's wild that we're in this situation where the sport, where they, at the where they are at the greatest risk. And we, you know, talked about it with Jones and what he said, like, yeah, you really are at the greatest physical risk. And um, you have the, you know, you have the least, a, a percentage of guarantee dollars it's it's troubling i would i would want all of it if i were lamar but i can't believe um that that they can't find a compromise position here because i i think that what baltimore has apparently offered seems pretty in line with every contract except for watson's um i would like to think that you know we'll, we'll see where the numbers come in for for jalen hurts who uh, you know by the way has now taken a team further than than Lamar Jackson has. Lamar can right and, and, and his, he's
1: become a better passer than Lamar. Let's be honest, please. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: with much better God, weapons. I mean, yes. we we'd like to see Lamar Jackson with at AJ Brown with uh, uh, receivers of the quality of Philadelphia's. But but Jalen Hurts has has already been the the best player in a Super Bowl arguably, right? So like yeah. maybe that maybe those contracts shouldn't be uh, uh, you know exactly the same. Because Jalen has accomplished something. I've seen. I've but,
1: seen him get better at that area in passing than the other guy does. Bro. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I just. Yeah. I've seen the other guy overthrow receivers all the time. It has nothing to do with their names. They're wide but open if the, and they're they The he's... number
2: ultimately comes in for Jalen Hurts, and it's not. You know, and 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 there's a lot of non-guaranteed money in that deal. If there's, I you know, something like 130 million guaranteed, and an equal amount that is not guaranteed. I don't know. That seems doesn't seem outrageous to me um, but it's just it's just the the problem is the is the Watson contract but uh, you can you can't let one overly generous uh, the other the other complication of course in the Watson contract is he probably didn't want to be there and uh, right. in order to facilitate he it, didn't they want had it. to give him all that guaranteed money right. you know if right. if Lamar truly wants to be in Baltimore i can't believe that they're not going to find a compromise position but but no to answer your original question my I mean, my offer would not be the Deshaun Watson contract. It would
1: never reach that level either, I don't think. Yeah, most of us that don't live in Cleveland, you're going to have to pay us a lot to live there. Sorry, Cleveland. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, Dolphins, they need a linebacker badly, my brother. I mean badly. And they, this happens to be an offseason season where there's going to be a boatload of middle linebackers available in free agency. Now, there's one that's a little hypothetical. I'm not big on hypotheticals. I don't like doing that, but I'm going to throw his name into this group. All right, so Jermaine Pratt from the Bengals. Bobby Wagner is available. Levante David's available. David Long Jr. still with some injuries, but he's also available. And Tremaine Edmonds, who still could be tagged and, you know, but apparently the bills now with these new contracts kicking in and especially Allen's, they're going to be limited on to who they can actually keep. So there's some word that Edmonds is going to hit free agency. So your thoughts on if you're the dolphins, who's the middle linebacker you're going for that you think a guy like Vic Fangio would like. And and you, you, you saw him coach in Chicago. So you know what he likes.
2: Yeah. One of the, um, First of all, you need, it uh, uh, goes without saying at, at the linebacker position generally, but but particularly when you think about uh, what Fangio is really, like one of the, it, it's not, it's not super splashy, but one of the, like one of the traits that I think of when you think of a big Fangio defense is you're just not giving up huge plays, right? Like if you're going to, you're going to beat us, if you're going to put up a number against this defense, you're going to have to do it like small think and
1: chunk at a time. Think and dunk, yeah. all the way down.
2: Yeah, he's he's just not going to give you you know seventy yards to the house. That just doesn't happen a lot. Reliable tacklers, couple of couple of really reliable tacklers, um, sort of playing inside linebacker positions, and and so when I think of that. I don't know. Like maybe Edmonds is not the first name that comes to mind. I feel like he's been a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, but he's obviously he's he's younger than some of the other names on this list. If I'm I'm the Dolphins and I just think I can win right now, and I I do right. Like I, I yeah, I need to add a running back. I need to do some things. But I feel like I've probably got my quarterback. I've certainly got my receivers. I've got a lot of key pieces in place. Um, I mean, either David or Bobby Wagner makes a lot of sense. I'm with you when. When when Wagner and the Rams parted ways, you, you, you realistically, it sounded like maybe Wagner already had a destination in mind. Um, Miami would would seem to would seem to fit like all the all the boxes you could imagine Perfect. Bobby Wagner writing down. I think Miami checks him. So it's not going to surprise me if he's the guy. And he's um, not, he, And it's
1: not a cap killer deal. He's not going right. to ask for – like, Edmonds, you're going to have to pay him a lot of money. And like you said, he may not be the perfect fit. He's not – like, you. I know what you're doing. You're thinking Roquan, and you're going, okay, yeah. Who yeah. Filled, who's more like Roquan in that defense? And Bobby Wagner is – Bobby Wagner is Roquan before Roquan. Right. That's what. And like, in, in other words, no. Bobby Wagner is Roquan. I mean, I'm sorry, Roquan is Bobby Wagner. So go get the guy that you could probably get for at least two years because he's probably got two really good years left. Not a cap killer, and then you can turn it over and maybe you can even draft a young guy over the next year or two to kind of groom.
2: And I listen. I think Levante David certainly fits that. Um, I agree. Fits some of that description as well. Plus, one of the one of the big problems that you've got in the AFC over the next couple of years is at some point I have to get past the Chiefs. And I have seen Levante David not perfectly, but imperfectly cover Travis Kelsey and do a an credible job doing it on the biggest stage in sports. Right, and and that that would matter to me. Like he like that team is a problem. I think Miami's good enough. That you need to think about the top of the AFC and how do I get past the Bengals and how do I get past the Chiefs and how do I get past the Bills, right? Like Amen. that's what I'm thinking about if I'm as good as the Dolphins are. I will also say that um, I think that Kazir White is, is a free agent as well. And I, he Control. might be a bit of a consolation prize as a linebacker, but I, I, don't, I don't think he's necessarily back with Philadelphia. And that guy's a tackler. Like that, that guy's. That guy's. I don't know. Playing a couple of IDP leagues, so I can tell you that White has has totaled over two hundred fifty tackles over the last two years. Like he's, he's bankable. I don't think he's Bobby Wagner. I'm not saying that. But if you, you know, if Bobby Wagner turns out not to be available to you, I think he's a really interesting name. I think he's a pretty steady force week in and week out.
1: What do you got working on uh, on uh, Yahoo, so folks can check you out, my friend?
2: So much fantasy baseball content going on right now. Um, we're releasing all kinds of sleepers and position previews and mock drafts and all that, all that usual baseball silliness. Also. Uh, the Fantasy Football Forecast podcast is going to continue uh, all year round. I don't know when it's going to end. Maybe it'll never end, um, but it's certainly going to go uh, fast and furious through
1: drafts. Football never ends, dude. I'm in the combine this never week, ends. and then, you know, free agency's about to start, and then we'll be getting ready for the draft. and then. Are you going to run a
2: 40? Are we going to get the official um, measurables on I, Big O? I,
1: I was, thinking, I was thinking of doing it, but then, Andy, then everybody is going to be heartbroken when I do a 4-1 and then no one else. And then, you know, and then teams are going to be asking me, hey, you know, can you get in shape? And you can might do a 3-9, you know, that kind of stuff. So I don't want to put other people to shame by going over there and just, you know, it's, it's just not fair. They've been working all their lives. Me, you know, I've been eating cheeseburgers. And I'm going to go, you know. <laughs> overshadow them that's just not that's just not right that's just not right i i, I like just to, need the
2: ver- i need the vertical i need to know the vertical
1: oh yeah i can sky
3: i can sky <laughs> with the best of them <laughs> instead of a rabbit in front of you they're going to have a cheeseburger and you chase a exactly, cheeseburger down yeah. the yeah. that's that's
1: how that's how i run my race hell yeah follow them on <laughs> twitter the cheeseburger up top of the like 48
2: inch mark on the vertical leap thing.
1: And yeah, you're, you're, that's it. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter at Andy Barons and catch his work there at sport at, at uh, sports. I keep saying at Yahoo <laughs> sports with our sports grill, Miami dolphins and NFL report. Andy, as always, thank you, my friend. We'll catch up next week.
2: Thanks for Appreciate you it.
1: it. Have fun. You got it. Definitely. Always. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. There you go. Andy Barons, and it's sports grill. You know, it's Monday. So today, Monday at Sports Grill, they got all kinds of things going on. The Kendall location, oh baby, they got the milkshakes going on right now, the rock and roll music playing all night long. And today, the $7 single Smash burger on Mondays. Tuesday, $2 tacos, chicken, beef, and fish. And on Wednesdays... Listen, you buy, an, a, a, an adult buys an entree, your kid eats for free. You're going to love that. Plus, they've got their hot sauces available to take home. The buffalo sauce, the Miami Heat, the Blackberry, the barbecue, the Dali. They got them out there, and the Doral location is open. Sports Grill, baby. Check it out. Eight great locations. SportsGrill.com.
0: This has been the SportsGrill.com Dolphins and NFL Draft Report with Yahoo Sports' Andy Barons. Cheer on your favorite South Florida sports team at SportsGrill.com. With eight great locations, go to SportsGrill.com and find a slice of sports. He- all
1: right, all right, all right. Devin Jordan. But first of all, Knight, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, Byron sounds like he's making excuses. Amen to that. Total excuses. Uh, that, that's why I'm not buying any of this crap from his ass. Devin Jordan, this is funny. Devin, thank you for the love in the super chat. Says, what's up, Bo? It might be time to blow up this heat roster. This team is a crap show. Something needs to change. So I text him while I'm doing the interview. I go, you know, I've talked about this already. He goes, oh, sorry if I just missed it. I'm like, No, dude, like weeks ago, I talked about this. <laughs> okay, I told you guys... That you needed to trade Jimmy Butler. I, I said this already. This is this is a disaster. What's going on? This is a poorly constructed team. Spo is so good that he makes you look better than what you are. This is practically the same team from last year. They were a shot away from the Eastern Conference. They're struggling to make the playoffs. Okay. I mean, they're a mediocre team. This is a mediocre bunch, this Heat team. And that's why I said you had – and like I told you with Kevin Love, he'll bring more balance to him, but he's not going to make you better. You're not not cutting the deficit between you and the top teams. I even told you you can go back and listen. I don't even think it will mean an extra game for you. And they're 0-2 already. And they lost to the damn Hornets, bro. Brother, when you're down by 20 to the Hornets, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this team? Thank God for Inter-Miami making my weekend a little better, because that was a lot of fun to watch on Saturday night when I got back from the DRL. I had a I had a great Saturday, man, enjoying the DRL. I had a great day there, and then... And that was a really cool event, by the way. We haven't, we haven't gotten into it, but that was a really cool event. And then I went home, and then, you know, you watch what goes on with the heat, and then, you know, and then I watched the intergame, which was a real pleasure to watch. But, Devin, I talked about this. I, I, I've been talking about this. I love Pat Riley, man. I love the Arison family. They're fantastic. They've dropped the ball lately. They haven't been as good. And... You know, they give the ingredients to the coach and the coach does the best cooking up what he has in the ingredients, but the ingredients aren't very good. And he makes them better than what they really are. He made them better than what they really are last year. He made them better than what they really are in the bubble. He made them better than what they really are at 31 and 10 with those journeymen. That's what Eric Spolstra does because he's a hell of a coach. But I'm sorry, the front office has not done a hell of a job. And this is not hindsight. I never wanted the extension for Jimmy Butler. And I certainly did not want the contract for Kyle Lousey. I'm, I'm clearly on the record for that one. Just like I was for Whiteside and Dion Waiters and those silly contracts. And I never bought any of that shit that they sold the writers. Oh, these are interchangeable deals. No, they're not. No, they're not. Let me tell you something what's gone on with the Miami Heat that they are guilty of, I'm guilty of, you're guilty of, we're all guilty of. Guess what? We got to stop falling in love with our own players because we have a coach that makes them better than what they are. And guess what? Riley did the same shit. But here's the difference. You want to know the difference? Are you ready? When Isaac Austin came back and lost hundred pounds, an entire human being, and turned his game around, did Miami give him a big contract or was it the Orlando Magic? Exactly. When Keon Dooling and Eric Murdoch lost their way and came to Miami to resurrect their careers and did, did Miami give them the contracts or they went elsewhere? They went elsewhere. We started to fall in love with the journeymen that we watched them develop and kickstart their careers. Here's Hassan Whiteside, who's been a bum his whole life. He comes in. You give him a contract for no reason because you lifted his career. James Johnson was a complete journeyman his entire career. You go and give him a four-year contract. Why are you getting drunk on your own players when you didn't do that before? And guess what? I'm guilty, too. Not for Whiteside. But, you know, I've gotten guilty on the Duncan Robinson thing. I understood the contract. I got it. They developed him. He was a great shooter. Okay, I get it. You're going to use him off the good guys, and he'll have a lot of open shots. Okay, didn't work. Didn't work. So what are you going to do with Struess now? What are you going to do with Gabe Vincent? Caleb isn't necessarily living up to the contract you gave him. Got to stop falling in love with the players. You're not developing a star. I get it if you fall in love with your star that you just developed. He came out of nowhere and became a star. None of these guys that we're talking about have been stars, are stars, will be stars, can be stars. We got to stop drinking the Kool-Aid on our own players. Pat Riley, the Miami Heat, They got to go back to what they used to do. Let everybody else pay them. My God, you're giving Kyle Lowry the money for what he did in Toronto. This is what Toronto was supposed to do at the back end of his career. What they've done for Udonis Haslam. But why the hell are you rewarding Kyle Lowry for what he did in Toronto? Because he ain't doing shit for you. I mean, are we going to be honest now? And I bet nobody's told you that, right? Nobody. Nobody's mentioned that. Isn't it interesting how this is a franchise that now falls in love with the mediocre players that they make overachieve? When you used to just get those mediocre players, make them overachieve, and let them go elsewhere. What happened to the Heat? What happened to this front office? What is it about listening to players and they're making decisions for you? Why is it that you think you have to sign Dion Waiters when he needs ankle surgery? I'm sorry, what, what makes you think that Kyle Larry was a good decision at this age? They've lost their fastball, they need to get back on track, and they need to have more of an edge, okay? They don't have the cutter's edge. They need the cutter's edge. They don't have the cutter's edge. And that's the problem there. That's what's going on with the Miami Heat. They have lost their way. That's what they've done. They've lost their way They've lost the way they do things. It's a shame. And by the way, now that I'm thinking about it, am I right here? The only guy in the history of the heat that you've developed off the street that you should have kept and kept is Udonis Haslam. Who else did you develop off the street? From Murdoch to Isaac Austin to Whiteside to... Give me, give me an unknown like that that you developed that you must have kept. None of them. Except Udonis Haslam. And all of a sudden now, we're hoarders. Now we're keeping all these guys that are just guys. But they, you're buying your own, your own drugs... You're getting high on your own supply because you used to watch them overachieve and then let somebody else pay them. Now you're falling in love with your own guys that really aren't that good, and you're paying them. It's weird. It's a weird dynamic how things have changed with the Miami Heat. So, Devin, I've already talked about this. Just like I did with X two years ago, it's just, you know, some of you did it a lot. The the X thing, almost none of you agreed with me on trading X two years ago after the 10 interceptions. But uh, a lot of you did agree with me on the Jimmy Butler thing. I remember that a lot of you did agree with me on that one. That one, I will say some of you were like, no, you're right. You're right. uh guy brown thank you for the love on the super chat says big o if you have time look at bob gibson's hall of fame speech he speaks of the importance of confidence i reference this as it relates to mcdaniel's confidence in Tua and what we can expect okay i'll check it out i will check it out man the day goes so much faster at work when big o is on lol thank you sir thank you karen Uh, Green Lion says, time to trade Jimmy this summer. Maybe they can trade Lowry next deadline. They should be able to trade Lowry in the next couple months uh, because of expiring contract. So, yeah. How's that? Anybody want him? Yeah, for expiring, yes. But you've got to find, like, some frustrated player that has two years left, but they're not giving you a bad contract in return. So, yeah, you've got to find, like, the right situation and he's done that in the past. Hopefully he can do it again. Man of 1,005 holes says, too many five-year extension contracts. Next, next person who gets signed needs to be for two years, not five, so you'll be able to get out of that contract. Big O, we could even see Lowry start to decline up here some years back. Yeah, he was already declining. It was a, I, I never understood that contract. Never understood that contract at all. And you thought they would learn after Tyler Dion Whiteside's contract. Nope. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. Yeah. They're getting too high on their supply. If we traded Jimmy Butler, who and what are we trading him for? I don't know. But hanging on to him for the next three years, playing less and less games, and the body breaking down, it ain't going to get any better for Jimmy Butler. Keeping him is not the smart move. Actually, let me rephrase that. Extending him was the absolutely terrible move on their part. Terrible move. So, um, Zion Williamson for Jimmy. <laughs> King Shirt sure says, yeah, you can't consume your own product. Bad business. Yeah, you're right. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do it. Won't do it. By the way, it is time to talk about our Cutter's Edge MVP. We love talking about our MVP. And this weekend, this is an MVP that goes under the radar. And most of you won't give him the MVP yet because you haven't seen enough yet or you don't even watch it all or you don't even know or you don't even care. But that man deserves an MVP. And guess who it's going to be? Here we go. Who's
0: last night's MVP? For your complete landscape solutions anywhere in South Florida, there's only one MVP. CuttersEdgePro.com. Here's our CuttersEdgePro.com MVP of the night.
1: All right. And my MVP is Phil Neville the head coach of Inter-Miami who inherited a mess two years ago and had to fight through that mess and the whole thing with Higuain and it was so dysfunctional, everything that was going on with Pizarro and Higuain and and, uh, and what was the French guy's name that uh, was a disaster? Um, Matuidi, Matuidi or whatever. Uh, I, I mean, give me a break. It was... It was a very poorly constructed team, and he inherited a mess. And it was hard for him to make it better. And then the following year, it was another challenge, 19 new players, and the team got better and better as the year went on, the chemistry. A lot of the young guys were developing, which for me was a great sign of Phil that not only could he deal with veterans like Higuain, and get him back on track and get him to be a part of the team like he did last year. But on top of that, young guys were developing and getting better. They developed a goaltender in Drake Callender. So what Chris Henderson has done is a phenomenal job as expected because he knows his stuff. But what Phil Neville has done in balancing this roster and handling the personalities and handling the difficult situations and handling... Giving being given a terrible team that first year to what he has now and to open up the season like he did against and I know Montreal's not a great team. I'm not sure if they even make the playoffs this year because of all the firepower that they lost off of the team last year, but still Miami is not they have not won their home opener. You know what I mean? And they dominated that home opener. They were the clearly the better team. They were aggressive. Okay, and they lost Campana before that game started. Leo was injured again, which really disappointing that Leo is constantly injured and he can't, you know, take the pitch. But I Phil Neville, that is my cutter's edge. MVP of this week here, or today. Uh, I love what he's done since he took over here at Inter Miami. Kudos to the work that um, Phil Neville has done for Inter-Miami. That's our Cutter's Edge MVP.
0: The MVP of the night is brought to you by Cutter'sEdgePro.com. Servicing HOAs, condominiums, townhomes, commercial properties, corporate parks, and malls throughout South Florida. Cutter'sEdgePro.com. Providing South Florida MVP performance every day of the year.
1: All right, we love it, and uh, call my man Will and Mike uh, at Cutters Edge Pro. They know how to get it done. 954-472-0622. Landscaping, outdoor lighting, irrigation, artificial grass. The artificial grass. I was I, last night. We were, I was hanging out with the dogs, and they were just running around, having some fun, and it's just so amazing the artificial grass because there's no dirt, there's no mud. There's no grass being brought into the house, no mud, no dirt, no 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 paw prints or footprints. Because when you go out to the backyard and then you come in, you've got the wife yelling at you, hey, I just cleaned the floors, all that. That's what I love. It's so easy to maintain. I'm telling you, call Cutter's Edge and find out about artificial turf and everything else because landscaping takes your home to the next level.
3: Yes, sir. No big surprise or anything, but... Uh Carson Wentz has been released by the Commanders.
1: Ah, okay, yeah. all right. the The kid was uh, excited about getting a shot to. Uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh,
3: Kyle Trask is on that team.
1: Is it on that team? No,
3: Trask is Tampa Bay.
1: Oh, Tampa. That's right. Yeah, He's yeah. being a ch- given a chance to compete yeah. for the job. That's what it is. Who's the guy? In, uh who do they have over there? Do they have the the the, the North Carolina kid there? Oh. That's who they have. The 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 for the. God, what's his name? Kid plays with some Moxie, too, man. Um, God, I thought how? How is
3: is, is is he with the commanders? I, I
1: think is I think he's the backup. I think he's the one that's going to be given a chance to compete. Then I think it's
3: no, what, is it? Oh, you know, you're right. You're right. T- Taylor Henneke, Carson Wentz, Sam How, Jake Fromm. Right, Sa-
1: Sam How is like I think I read somewhere where Sam's like excited that he'll get a chance to compete for it, just like Kyle Trask is also going to yeah. compete for their – I mean, well, if you drafted him.
3: Yeah. You knew the time was going to come at some point. Right. I mean,
1: you drafted him, you might as well give the kids a chance to see if they can prove themselves, man. You never know. So I like I like Sam Howe, actually. I thought he, he had a little something to his game, as they say. Uh, let's see – What do we have here? Uh, Hello. Just uh, thank you for your show. Always. You are the best in the biz, period. Thank you, Ray. That's very nice of you, my man. Appreciate you as always, man. Very nice. Very nice. Um, Bobby played 17 games in each of the last two seasons and had four interceptions in 21-22, so maybe he's got a little something left. Uh, Every time a player gets released, Miami Dolphin fans, yep, yeah, always do. John, they want to pick up everybody, bro. Walt Dog says the Heat's problem centers around Jim, Bam, and Tyler is Miami 100%. Um, Yeah, problem is you don't have enough around them. Tyler's not consistent enough. He still hasn't earned that consistency, so he's not justifying his salary yet, you know, too, too many inconsistencies with Tyler's game.
3: The only one in that thing that's really holding up is Bam, right?
1: Bam, yeah. Bam has been He's fantastic. He's been the
3: only thing that – and that was the one – He's been a rock. Where you're kind of worried coming into the season if he was going to take that step up.
1: And he did. Yep. And he did. Really like what I've seen from Bam. Really impressed with Bam. He needed that, that – that was my complaint with him last year. You know, you're, you're not a franchise – Uh, player until you can enforce your will offensively. And he was able to do it, so I was impressed. Ira Winderman, by the way, speaking of basketball, will join us at the top of the hour, so we'll have a little fun uh, with Ira. Remember redrecover.com Go to redrecover.com You can get 30% off right now. I've been telling you about Red Recover now for a while. Uh, And listen, when it comes to Red Recover, we're, we're talking about anything. Shoulder, arms, Uh, knees, ankles, back, uh, neck, you name it, even your hair. By the way, I know that some of you have called about the hat um, and you haven't been able to get the hat. Let me walk you through what's going on. They've got to get it FDA approved, okay? So the red light therapy is already approved by the FDA, but they changed the hat. To get a better hat they weren't happy with the hat that they got initially okay and so they they wanted to improve the back end of the hat i think the velcro or something like that or something like something silly and so it still has to then get reapproved again and i think it's it's getting close those of you that have contacted redrecover.com, remember there's a contact us and I tell you at times because the hat is not on the website right now. They don't show it to you because they don't want you. But since I talk about it and since, you know, I've got all my, my well, not all, but my hair is coming back. And it's, and by the way, the rest of my hair, I'm fuller now. Like when my wife is blow drying my hair sometimes, she's like, hey man, your your hair is fuller now. You know, she says, hey babe, not man, but uh, you know, hey, baby, your, your hair is actually fuller, not just growing in this part, but it's actually, you know, fuller. And, and so, you know, it helps in other areas, too. And so it's not just a spot that's bald. By the way, uh, these parts here that, you know, normally don't grow anything, there's like a couple of hairs that are coming. Not enough to fill out, but if you look closely, there's a couple of hairs coming out now from this part, which I, that's, you know, weird. I didn't think because it's been dead forever. Now remember, the hat only helps if you're now in the process of just losing your hair or you just lost it. If it's been gone for years like this, it probably won't grow back. But there's if you if you look closely, there's actually a couple of hairs coming out, which is just funny. You know. But anyway. Um, so it's great. And and those of you that have checked in about the hat, they have your name, they have your contact. They will contact you once it gets approved, okay? But for those of you, man, my wife uses the one for the bottom of her feet because she's a teacher standing all day. Uh, you got some tennis elbow or pickleball elbow or whatever it is, knees, back pain. Maybe you're a UPS driver and you got some back pain. I don't know. Does Byron Jones know that UPS drivers also get a lot of wear and tear with their backs? I'm not sure. Not sure. Yeah. Next thing I know, a UPS driver is going to tell me he's sore, he or she is sore after carrying boxes for 25 years and lugging around trucks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, nah, I can't imagine why a UPS driver would be dead-ass tired after delivering 400 boxes a day. By the way, that's the other thing I hear about those UPS drivers. Brother, they 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 drop off like they work their asses off. Okay? Yeah, you know, just, I just want to make sure that people, don't, yeah. Lots of normal people have aches and pains and soreness and permanent damage from their own jobs, too. It's not just football players. But anyway, those of you that need Red Recover, okay, go to redrecover.com. 30% off. It's still going on. When that goes, don't complain. You got a shot at 30% off. Great present for somebody you know that is struggling with some kind of former injury, a former surgery surgery. Something like that. By the way, it can also help scars disappear. That's amazing. So if you recently had a surgery and you got a fresh scar, it can help make that scar disappear. Red light therapy is amazing. Redrecover.com. Trade Jim for, uh, Jimmy for LBJ. There we go. That should be, that's, that's, that's an even trade. Actually, they should give us two first rounders also. At the end of the Lakers game last night, Mark Cuban. Oh, yeah, you saw that. Mark Cuban looked like he spent $3 million and got 70% equity on a company going nowhere. I know. Did you see that face from Mark Cuban on the sidelines? Oh, my God. How many games have they won since they got Kyrie? Like, they lose all the time now. I, I, I don't know if they've won more than one game with Kyrie. Check it out for me. Big O, um, behind recovering. Okay, well, you'll catch up. Thanks for the update on the hat. I've been messaging them from time to time, and I don't know. I don't want to be annoying to them. Now, you're not annoying. They, 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 they you know, I talked to Ed. He's well aware of it. He cares. You know, Ed is really passionate about this product. It is such a great product. Uh, I mean, it works for dogs and everything. It, it's healthy for everybody, adults, kids, because it's all natural. There are no side effects. Um, I think it's a, a magnificent product. I really do. I think red light therapy is one of the greatest inventions out there. And it truly helps you with aches and pains and, you know, old injuries and, and hair and you name it, man. It, soreness. It helps you, it helps you optimize your, 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 your workouts. If you use it before and after, you'll feel the difference as time goes on. Yeah, man, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Kyrie Irving was a dump job. Brooklyn got Spencer back. Lakers didn't get him. Everyone knows Dallas is not competing. It was a favor trade. I don't know, bro. I think I disagree with you a thousand percent on that. I I think Mark Cuban doesn't do stuff like that. He does it because he thought he was going to win with that guy. It might sound insane, but I think so.
3: looks like now they're three and three with Kyrie Oh, really? But they've lost three out of four that him and Luca have played together.
1: Oh, okay. So they only won one game. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, I know, because he's missed games. That's right. Yeah. 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 So they're they're one and three with the two together. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, not surprising. Not surprising. Uh, Been waiting for a hair loss cure for nearly 30 years. Doesn't seem like it's going to happen anytime soon, unfortunately. I know it's so tough, right? And we're all headed there, bro. You know what I mean? So the red light therapy is helping me out. But eventually, you know, I'll get too old. And, you know, none of us are walking around with a full head of hair at 90 years old. Like, you know, less than 1% of us are probably walking around like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's a couple of freaks out there that still have some hair. But most of us will end up losing our hair. It's kind of unfortunately... You know, the sad part about, about the whole situation. Uh, remember, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show on Cash App or Venmo. Always appreciate all of you out there for uh, supporting us any way that you can. And remember, uh, tomorrow afternoon, we, we will be uh, headed out to Indianapolis. So Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, maybe a little bit of Saturday, we'll be broadcasting from Indy keeping you updated on everything going on. The Heat have lost four in a row. Friday, they lost to the Bucks badly, 128 to 99. They shot 22% from three-point range. Love went 0 of 4. Gabe went 0 of 5. Duncan went 1 of 6. Saturday, they lose to the Hornets. At one point, they're down by 20. They come back, but they still lose 108 to 103. They shoot 30% from the three-point line. Uh, Hornets shot um, 32%. Love was 3 of 9. Gabe was 1 of 4. Depot, 0 of 4. Struce 0 of 3. Duncan, 0 of, o of 1. And Hero did shoot well that night, finally, 6 of 12. Tonight, they take on the Sixers. The Sixers are favored by 6 points. The over and under is 217. Heat are plus 195 on the money line, and Sixers are minus 230. Jimmy is tired of losing, he says.
3: That tells me, take the Sixers.
1: I got to tell you something. It's the dangerous part is thinking that you can turn it up when nothing's been proven that you could. Right, exactly. And, and he kind of did that throughout the season, as Ira Winderman would keep asking him about that. And no, 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 we'll 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 be fine. We'll turn it up. We'll turn it up. And uh, yeah. Yeah, you haven't been able to turn up jack crap. It's been bad. They've lost 4 in a row. Ugly. Ugly things going on with the Miami Heat right now. 4 in a row. I mean, our winter teams are brutal, dude. The Panthers also they lose um they lose to the Sabers 3 to 1 on Friday, but, you know, and they got the lightning tonight now. (laughs) You're going to try to beat the lightning, which they own your ass, pretty much. And here's the worst part. You know, the Panthers have now fallen to the 11th spot in the playoffs. They've got 64 points in 61 games. Pittsburgh's got the 8th spot. They've got 67 points, so they're 3 points ahead of you, but 58 games. 3 less games. Buffalo, which is ninth. Okay, so remember, you've got three teams you've got to leap in order to get to the to the playoffs. Buffalo, which is ninth, they've got 66 points to your 64, but they've played 59 games to your 61. That's why that loss on Friday to the Sabres, who had played less games than you, was devastating to the Panthers. I mean, they're putting themselves in a position where they've got to... Start to put together like a serious winning streak in order to get into the playoffs because they're so far behind in games played. In years past, when they would fall into these holes, they usually had a couple of games in hand that would help them out at times. Now, oh my God, they're two, three, and four games behind some teams. Not good. Not good. And I am not looking forward to tonight's game against the Lightning, just like I'm not really looking forward to the Heat and the Sixers tonight. Yeah, that one kind of gets me nervous, okay? That's what I would tell you. All right, let's get ready for hour number three. Ira Winderman is going to join us with our Accurate Pembroke Pines, Miami Heat, and NBA report. Let's get into the mess that is the Miami Heat next.